0: No one heard that, right? Everybody heard it. Hey, everybody, here we go.
1: The City of Angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacher.
0: Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 285 of the Heart of LLC podcast. That's right, we've been around a while. Uh, for this morning, we're going to call it Unfinished Business for very obvious reasons. We have unfinished business with a certain team we have to deal with this weekend on multiple levels. Finish them, as I always like to say. Of course, to do this, we brought in the big guns today. We went big with this. So, Aristelli's in the mix, Tony is in the mix. Bam is in the mix, and oh yes, that's the man himself, Ken McNuck, the Falconer. Welcome back here, Ollie's dad. I know we haven't had you on the podcast yet. I think most haven't, but we are beyond yeah, seven years. Seven, I know, right? Seven years, yeah. no podcast. you, hundred
2: bucks to get on here—that's bullshit. <laughs> we Don't charge you, a man. premium.
0: We're now officially sponsored by the by the LAFC Falconer program. Uh, winged solutions, yes. I, I kid, I kid. Ken, how how are you doing,
2: man? Um, sheesh. You know, when everyone ever asks me, like when I'm at a match, like how you doing? What's going on? I'm like it's match day. It's the best day of the year. It's so. Anytime we start talking about LAFC and some MLS stuff, but mostly LAFC everything in terms of challenges of the world just goes away and I get happier As so right. you know in spite of the hundred right. bucks get on air with you guys I'm loving it and it, it's, oh, man i yeah. was i was really excited to, to finally get on
0: well you were telling me at the game actually down by the field um mm-hmm. that you had never been on on any of the podcasts like Hasn't happened. And you're like, when the hell am I going to get on your show? And I'm like, hey, I think this match might be the right one. Right? Previewing the Galaxy match. I think it's a perfect fit. You, like me, have been there since day zero, pretty much. Uh, First time we met was at the LAFC Experience Center, for those guys who know where that is. Uh, Basically, for the season ticket holders and 3252, we, we did all our meetings there. Um, and so the first time we met Ken, uh, he actually had, he had Ollie. He, uh, your son was with you. My um, grandson. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And My basically, grandson.
0: and I think it was, it was Tom Penn. That was, was the guy that was like really digging it. Right.
2: Yeah. He was, he was the one who brought me into LAFC and fought for this outrageous concept of having a Falcon hunting the opponent's lore. But everyone else on the planet Earth, including including the uh, U.S. Air Force Base, U.S. Air Force Academy, rather, um, you know, they have their Falcons fly off. So everyone saw it as huge risk. So, yeah, I owe Tom Penn a great deal for this. Big and,
0: you know, I was on the other side of the door before you came in. And I remember we had this big thing like no mascots no mascots like 3252 or we're, we're adamant like no it's the community it's the city no mascots no mascots at all we don't want to see this movie thing one. we don't have a mascot we know exactly exactly and so when you came in when they said guys you're gonna like this because we had no idea who was on the other side of the door um but but tom was like really excited and so he open the door and you guys came in and we see this amazing uh falcon and that's it like we were sold in, in the first second cuz again this is a a live animal so, something that can really symbolize what we do the wing is here the perfect fit right and it's not some goofy thing that 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 or person in a costume is going to embarrass us at some point and get on you know random no man it it, it, it it's cool i'll
2: embarrass you but that's
0: okay well you you tend to try to do that every week so i kind of expected at this point (laughs) it's kind of the natural now um but you know speaking of that too um the next time i saw you i think was at the stadium with jerry doing a tour and you want to explain him what you did to me that day
2: probably ashamed of it but no
0: no (laughs) you don't want you don't want to say um i forgot i'm old you don't remember ah okay so we're walking through the north end the field's not even like settled yet i think it was dirt um and and it was just recently built oh that was fun and i had no idea you were even there explain what you did man because it was it was ah, pretty cool pretty cool
2: i was being a jerk yeah pretty much god it was so much fun i'd do it again (laughs) so one of the we actually have three falcons and one hawk bond john autobond is his name is literally laser guided i could point a laser to a spot and he will fly to it and joseph wasn't looking (laughs) so i said bond Right over his head, just in front of his face, I think it was. Almost shit himself, fell down the stairs, could have died. I would have felt bad after I stopped laughing.
0: Not quite that way, but it was it was pretty okay. Oh, so here's the deal. He flies silent, right? Like there's no sound, there's no warning. All I all I felt or witness was a shadow, one, and a rush of wind. And I look up and there's this bird sitting on one of the rails. Like you guys stand every game, right? Still just staring at me. What the hell? I look down and you're just like, you're dying. You're you're, you're laughing like, oh, I got him good this time. Mind you, that's not the last time you did this either. I remember a TIFO painting where I think I was having dinner and uh, he flew past my head this time. But that shot was right. He was here. He flew right past me like this behind. But I kind of knew he was coming because we were joking about it. Um. Probably one of the best shots I've seen yet because, I mean, he was full out wings right here next to my head. Uh, I only yeah. do that to people I like. I'm sorry. I Agreed. Agreed. To see. <laughs> I-, I felt it was an honor to have Bond give me that type of visit. You know, it's one thing to see him just hanging out. It's another thing to see him, like, doing his work. Of course, you can explain to them what actually Bond was doing at that stadium uh, while they were doing the biz. I mean, because that was a critical – you know, he was critical – Being there, he's doing a job, he was working, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I just want to go back a little bit about the experience center. Mm -hmm. And the first time I met 3252, and y'all met me, and it went great. It was all positive. You know, it's not a mascot, you know, a dude in a silly fuzzy costume, you know, it's a it's a badass symbol. And um then I remember leaving. I had a couple of beers. Jason was driving home. Okay, had several beers. And Rick on the way out says, you know, you just passed your audition. <laughs> like much. what do you mean? It says if they didn't like you, you'd be gone. And I'm like, Hallelujah.
0: <laughs> no, it was it was like that. I don't I don't think people really understand how connected in the early days uh the leadership from 3252 was with the leadership of lafc itself the bond and how tight it Mm -hmm. was back then um even we couldn't understand compared to everyone else in the world how tightly uh we worked together in concert to make things the right way to do things the right way um ken was was one of many moments i mean the rail seats the you know, seeing the the prototypes for the first time after we had been lobbying and lobbying and lobbying to get him and got a lot of no's to finally the the club surprising us and actually following, following through and doing it. Um, every little aspect down to the songs, you know, why this Red Hot Chili Peppers played right before the second half. That was an agreement with us. I mean, it is it, down to that. Um, that's how tight things things were in the beginning to make it right. And. And Ken, you know, you were there for all that. You saw the process as it went, as it built, and everybody being involved and bought in. And and basically, if you were working under this logo, right, under this brand, under this club, um, it was synergy, right? It had to be for the right moments and the right reasons. Those who weren't didn't last long. Um, That simple. And so, uh, yeah, uh, Ken, you you were, were critical to it with the culture and one thing that you did do and you're still doing every day that we're there uh is is providing an opening for the kids and 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 a critical opening for them is you know there's a soccer side of it right but you're providing a a friendly moment for them and giving them something something to look forward to outside of just the players and just the game to we're going to see ollie this week like my kids will ask every time we're going to see Ollie. Like they, they always do. Um, You know, they have, you know, Astrid got her stuffed Ollie, you know, her plushie this week, you know, and, and is, has been flying it. You know, the one thing she did complain about is it doesn't attach to my arm. <laughs> she's like, how do I make it attached? So she's trying to figure that out and she'll, she'll work it out. Probably gonna have slap bands or something attached to the bottom of it. By the time she's done, cause that's how she operates. But uh yeah she, you know for her it's you know she wants to replicate you know she's in but that's you that was you always providing the opportunity for them and and, and making that
2: safe safe space for the kids it's an amazing culture when i was first approached about this gig i was like not interested but i t- i wasn't um <clears throat> i thought i have found and still is true today that professional sports teams are mer- morally bankrupt. They're coal businesses. It's you know not about the passion, not about the fans, not about the community. It's you know filling the seats and getting the advertising dollars in. So they uh, reserved the Coliseum for my audition, which I'm going to put on my gravestone. By the way, that was like such a rush the reserve, the Coliseum. Um, we flew Luke, had a spectacular flight, and then I met Tom and Rich. It's like, oh, these guys are different. And it felt good. It only got better. I mean, we, we have lost some of that connection with management through the years and the changes. Um and I miss that. I do. Because it, it kind of brought us all together, just this one single club. Um, but I, I think they're gonna work their way through it. You know, there's a lot of new players, and I'm sure that's what it's about. But just last match, like at the beginning when I started this. I had the flight, I fed the Falcons, fed them where no one could see them because, you know, they're ripping little cute quail to bits with all the body parts. Uh, Then I was able to walk around the stadium, uh, go anywhere I wanted. I always found out where the, uh, if there's something like Make-A-Wish Foundation or Special Needs Kids because they're my priority in life. You know, I got six kids and eight grandkids. I like kids. Try to tell everyone we're Catholic. (laughs) So now, uh, for 2020, I couldn't go anywhere, fly the birds, and go watch the game. I was, like, sad. Then I was watching the game going, like, okay, this is not so bad. This is cool. You know, I got to go up in the stands a couple times on 3252. Um, but this last match i actually gotta do my rounds again <clears throat> so that is people saying that they they miss that inner reaction mm-hmm. you know they, they do want the kids mostly big kids too but mostly the kids which is my favorite part um you know we're putting pressure on them you know they i think they they still have that good heart and soul to them no, I, I I agree I, I
0: think they do I mean I, I've talked to you about it how how this past year after winning um there's been a reshuffle right um yeah you know, maybe they're on the high a little too long but um, definitely the need to to reconnect for I think a lot of us and that that's expected when you win a championship um but that we're seeing signs of life just like with you. Um, because we talked about that too, and 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 going, well, what you know, this seems a little odd, seems a little disconnected right now. Seems like they're kind of forgetting about, you know, the old guard in a way. Um, but as we talked about earlier, that it's coming back, I think, because we're getting back into the the string, the string, right? We're getting back into playing, back to the football, um, back to the new new things, and celebration time is now over. And now it's it's time to play, and there's there's a risk of losing people. Uh, there's another organization not too far away from us that have completely lost the people. Um, never really had them to be honest, but have completely lost them. And you know, we look at that when I look at that, some make fun of it and go, ah, ha, ha, they're in trouble. I look at it as a cautionary tale that if you lose your way, I'd say within three seasons, we could be that team if we don't keep it right. And, um, I think you might agree, right? I mean,
2: you got to be mindful. It's, uh, it's the culture that made me fall in love with this club. Then I learned to see soccer. Because LAFC's match was the first one I ever saw. And when you come into soccer, you just see the ball going back and forth. And you don't see transitioning. You don't see passing lanes. You don't see squat. Like, what's an offsides? You know, then, then you see the beauty of the game. So it's... Uh, the most important thing, in my opinion, of LaFC is the culture, the people, the community, our connection. When we say club,
0: we mean it, like we mean it. That's what it is. I um, also wanted to give you th- on-air thanks for this bad boy right here. Mm-hmm. I want to explain this process right here into getting these every oh. week? Um, you make these by hand, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I ha- I bought an embroidering machine, uh, so so the logo is embroidered. Then it's a polyethylene uh, that we you see where it's recessed in there. That one I thought was particularly meaningful um, for several reasons. One, it was the first time we flew in front of everybody, and my heart rate was up to two hundred twenty beats per minute. I didn't die. <clears throat> um, it was the very first match that we had Ollie fly at. Are you say don't say that? We didn't
0: mention this actually. No, oh. I know this. A few that I've spoken to oh, yeah. know what, what this means.
2: So that is that's the lore that flew that day. On that day, also that was Ollie's birthday. She was one year old. And you know, you're the first president. So I saved it, and I always knew I was gonna give it to you. And you did, and it surprised me at a tailgate,
0: just a little bag. Hey, this is for you. That simple. And Jimmy got he got a different one for a different reason, and we were the uh-huh. only two to get this. And I, no. I will tell you that you of, got one of all the things, of all the things I've received, purchased this one probably means the most because you know why we got there out of all the work all the years of putting this thing together struggling with teams that weren't good enough couldn't survive this one did and it did it in a way that no one else had ever done before and this one meant that we got it all right it got off we got our first game off. We got our win against the Sounders. And at the time, the Sounders were the team, right? They still are the big threat for us. I think they're a real field rival. But this one kind of proved it, right?
2: It oh, made it
0: happen. And it was successful. We all got it across the line. Um, so for me, it, it it means a whole hell of a lot more than most things I've ever received from anybody in, in the culture. This This one here. Yeah, because it it was game day. It's when it became football, football. So yeah. thank you, Ken, for that. It's, yeah, cherished forever, for sure.
2: For For all that, the supporters, especially at the beginning, the time, the love, and the energy and effort, and the sacrifices they made, that is profoundly important. And I wanted to just give you a little something to – Say, that's amazing. I've never seen anything like this in my entire life. No, Jimmy, hey, every day, something different, right? Oh, god, yeah. yeah. So, remember the first time we beat Carson, or do we call him Pasadena now?
0: Well, I mean, in, in a couple months, they'll be the Pasadena galaxy of Carson, I guess, is what they'll be.
2: But for now, we'll just stick to Carson until they play over there. So the first time we beat Carson, it was at home, and we kicked him out of the playoffs. That lure we flew that day, that one is Jimmy's. Man, he, he earned it. I mean, he was
0: you know, president at the time, uh, on the stand. You know, I was the organizer, right? The guy trying to make sure we didn't explode and have everything explode in our faces in the process, and that's a lot of passion all over the place. His job was to bring the passion on the field, in the stands. You know, he was the guy that had that energy, something that I'm never going to claim to have. Um,
2: You're just charming and
0: insightful and wise. I'm just the guy that says things that are mildly inappropriate at times to kind of bring people back to earth. Um, doesn't okay. make a lot of friends sometimes with the things I say, but, you know, it was necessary, right? Uh, but Jimmy is the guy that, that, Yeah. I, I, I got the rocket. He got the land on the moon, you know, like (laughs) that was (laughs) that's kind of where we were with with this. So, uh, and we keep the tradition going and and it's been strong. So, uh, thank you to Ken for, for reminding me of all these fun things. It's been amazing. Yes, sir.
2: Casey, when we're at the, uh, parade with the players on the bus, I don't know if you saw when I embarrassed myself on stage. I cried. It was I couldn't help it. I was just overwhelmed with emotions. Um, he was a pre, he was the president of 3252, so he got the Philadelphia lore when we back
0: in. Nice, nice. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll we'll I'll put them together for
2: a photo, you know. Oh uh, man, he, tremendous amount of accomplishments you three men have done. It's work. Tremendous. Yeah, no, it's
0: it's work. We don't get paid for this. The other thing people think, oh, you got paid. We don't get paid for this. Uh, it's out of pocket, man. We lose money on this. <laughs> we, no, it's gas money. It's everything. It's traveling to Costa Rica, right? Nobody's covering that stuff. That's us. We're sacrificing. We don't so, get other stuff, I mean, you know? we're, we're Family. Yeah, it's and that was you. that was yeah. the biggest for me. Was that's why I served only one term. Um, it wouldn't be fair right? My kids are of a certain age. So that, that at the end of the day was the biggest factor for me. What I want to, what I've wanted to do it. I mean, there was a lot of pluses and minuses, let's be honest. It's a challenge. Um, But yeah, the second year is the fun year, (laughs) right? It's established, but uh, no, you know, for me, it was the right time to go. It was the right move. And it's, it's only made us stronger to have the transitions we've had. So yeah, for sure. For sure. So, Ken, we're gonna keep you on. I know you want to hang out with us, which is cool because I'm gonna, you're gonna, I know you're gonna have a lot of cool other uh, things to add. Talking about the rivalry, the matches. Um, we'll have a and A a little bit later with the supporters. So, if you guys are on here, definitely jump in, ask some questions. Anything you want to ask, uh, Ken? He's on for it. He's in. Uh, the tough stuff, the easy stuff, let it happen. But uh, we're gonna move forward here and sure. uh, jump into what we do best and and you're going to get a u- unique perspective from Ken as we go this he's he's on the field too he's seeing this too and and he's grown with this team so let's have at it all right so first things first uh we're going to jump into our recap um for the game against Vancouver uh and then talk a little CCL because let's be honest the news has been massive today um, for us and for Philly and for everybody. So we're, we're we're definitely gonna jump onto that too. So let's get into it. Uh jumping into this match, the debate, of course, was who's gonna be out there? Are we gonna rest it? Are we gonna play for the zero zero, move on, stay healthy? Uh bam, what would your answer be to that?
1: We went big and we didn't want because we didn't want to go home. That's what we did. We went big
0: excellent sir you want to jump onto that roster there tell us who was on the field
1: yeah. so we, we, we obviously play our 4-3-3 i don't can't remember the last time we didn't play a 4-3-3 but we ended it with mccarthy in goal Hollingshead, Murillo, long and Placidos in defense two men ilia and Acosta in the mid with buonga villa and opoku up top no shocks right i mean we we were
0: figuring you know who's who's gonna make it in who's not um I, I know it was a shock that we didn't rotate the way we thought we would rotate, but when you're going to talk about a starting lineup and as strong as you can get, that's pretty much it, right? Arisay? Could you think of anyone else that should have been in there? I mean, this is pretty much the the run, right?
3: No, I mean, it was definitely pretty much the run. And as you said, it was one of those games where we didn't know if they were just going to go in for the attack or, you know, defend, but Hey, I mean, just looking at the scoreline, it seems to that three is like the magic number for LAFC right now.
0: Three is all over the place. I guess it's a lucky number for us. Others might fear it. We don't fear it. We dig it. Um, yeah, threes are the lucky numbers. And we'll get into the game. We'll get into the game. Um, I will say this. When you look at Vancouver's roster, we were talking about who might make it in. And the big change, of course, was they had an injury at Central Mid. Uh, Bear Halter made it in. Otherwise, it was pretty much typical for the roster, right? Right. There wasn't much different, Bam, right? That was it?
1: Oh uh, Well, obviously, they had um, Blackman not starting. They decided yeah. to not start it for this game, which can't understand why. But, you know, it was not that, mu- that much um, different to what they were end up doing.
0: No, it, the approach would be the same. Um, you knew they had they had to chase this game. They had to leave themselves open to come back. Uh, they didn't have a choice. They couldn't play us on a counter because we're going to get suckered into that. Um, and so that is what happened. Uh, basically the game happened. Uh, things had to open up when you open up against LAFC, it's usually all bad things, right? That is not the way you approach the, the, uh, the LAFC uh, lineup. Now looking at this, let's get into the big moments, Tony uh, moments that to stood out to you. What were the big
4: ones, man? Mm, let's just keep it brief. Cause honestly, you know why we're here. We all yep. know why we're here. <laughs> yep. so, eighth minute, uh, Carlos Vela goal converted on the penalty kick. So anybody pretty much debating if Carlos should take the penalty kicks? You know, there you go. Uh, 31st minute, a, not a goal by, again, Carlos Vela. He had the brace for the day, assisted by Ilias Sanchez with a nice through ball. And the 65th minute, uh, Sifu with a very brilliant goal that he needed for confidence. I thought it went out for a second when I'm watching it from from the, from the stand, and then you see it just bounce back in, and then and that's a bit. And uh, of course, assisted by no other no, uh, nobody else but Denise Buonga. There's also one moment where uh, Vela an, a younger Vela. Would have put it away, but unfortunately he missed it. It was like one on one with the keeper, and he should have took and took it that way. And we pretty much beat Vancouver 3-0, 6-0 aggregate, and move on to the next round against Philadelphia.
0: Well, you know, Dola did make the comment last game that Buanga only scores goals and he needs to work on his assists. Lo and behold, <laughs> if he didn't work on the goals, he got his assist. Uh you happy now? You happy now? I gotta say it's funny. You can trade off one striker on a scoring streak, and then another one just goes crazy and, and nearly gets himself a hat trick. If he had taken that last shot seriously, let's be honest. If he watched it, he was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pin this one. Yeah, he messed it up because I think he already thought it was in the net. Um, he's already he's already thinking about the celebration and he kind of let that go. But I have never seen a 3-0 look as easy as this one, Aricela. You're watching this. Didn't it just seem a little bit like a tune-up match? Just not not much intensity in terms of, of concern from the other side. It was, it was a match. No big deal.
3: I mean, other than that, I, I don't know if I want to go as far as to call it a tune-up match. But, I mean, considering who they set out for the Austin game and to watch them play in this match. Um, I mean, like, for me personally, just watching Carlos Vela and Cifuentes back into the form that we're used to watching them play was just kind of satisfying in a way because I know for the last couple of weeks we've been kind of questioning them in terms of like their performance and how they've been doing so getting to see um Vela score that brace and even that I don't know if you want to call it like a trick shot for Sifu's goal but it was just Oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is as highlight as it gets. Every week we get another one of these highlight goals, right? They're not we're not getting the easy tap-ins. We're we're, we're creating stuff that's that's meant for replays, right? I guess I want to go on the sports center, who knows, but we'll take it. I mean, it just shows the immense skill this team has and people were questioning Sifu last game, right? Because some of the passes oh. were off. There was there was some negativity towards him. Uh hey, he got it this time. He, he shut them all up, right, Ken? I'll throw it to you, man. Thoughts? Zifu?
2: Really? I know. God, that, that doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah. He, I think he got some drama because his, him and Butte couldn't connect last game, but uh, obviously he found a way to to silence that little conversation. And, Bam, your your thoughts on the match? I'll get your reactions.
1: Um, It was great to have Vela and see if we get played into form. That was really good. And I'm going to say it again. See if he shot from outside the 18 yard. Look what happened. You know, he, he set it up perfectly for himself. He dragged it back outside the 18, curled it in. We've got to keep doing that. If, you got, if you're open and the, you can have a shot, take a shot. Look what happens. Exactly. They got to do something special. And he, I think he's challenged
0: to do it as well, because if anybody was at warm-ups for this match in the tune-up, they, uh, <laughs> Tillman was hitting the ball so clean. I've rarely seen a guy hit the ball as well as this guy does from his position. Um we have some ballers on this team., um, and you got to do something spectacular to stay on. I think that's that's where we're at now. It's cool. Tony, final thoughts on this one before we move on to the news about CCL because I think that's the bigger story. I am kind of curious what you thought of her defense. Um, honestly, it's growing. It's getting stronger every week. I'm not too worried. They seem solid. Uh, again, it's, it's nothing glaring. Turnovers aren't really a, a thing at the moment. We're doing good at closing down players on the outside crosses are minimized all things we complained about for years. They seem to be addressing those exact concerns we have right now. So I'm, I'm feeling comfortable. Um, And, and I keep saying every time I see Mario play, he looks like a different player this year. The confidence level, his ability to speak to the public, which you know he kind of avoided in the early days. Um, no, he's taking a leadership role, and and he looks good. And that's the guy I was always most concerned about, right? Because he had his moments. Is if 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 Mario is comfortable, I'm comfortable, right? If our center backs are comfortable, I'm good. We have a a collection of players now at center back that I have confidence in each one of them to do the job. So for me, my impressions on the defense is this is the strongest one we've ever had. Yeah. It it feels as locked down as what Philly can do at games at this point. Wow. That's where my, my head's at.
4: Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's who, that's who's chasing us. That's who we're staring down. And now we'll talk about that. um, you have to be on their level defensively. This is what it's going to take now. If you're going to be a double winner, like if you're, if this is what we're really going for, it, that's where we have to start from. That's where our weaknesses were, and here we are. All right. So, looking at that, knowing who we have to play, of course, Philadelphia Union. Um, I'll throw this to you, Bam. How did they get here? What did they do to get to play us in the next
1: round? They were lucky enough to score away at. Atlas, that that was a big thing for them being able to score while away at Atlas, which is quite big. Um, they end up going on over the two legs, winning 3 2 over the two legs. The only team to go into the next round without scoring six goals. (laughs) So, so looking at that, you know, to get into the to beat us, you've got to be scoring a lot of goals because you know, we're averaging. Six this round, four the round before. They went four the first round and only three this round. So, you know, it's going to be a shootout.
0: They have to be prepared for that. Yes. Now, here's the cool things, guys. The schedule is already out. And somehow, some way, due to tiebreakers, we'll be playing Philly at home for the second leg. That's right. And the dates are already out. So get ready. Get your PTO if you can. First match, Tuesday, April 25th in Philadelphia. Good luck to those who are going to get their airfares to make that happen. Now, May 2nd will be the return leg. Yeah, a couple Tuesdays here Um, at home. I'll be getting my PTO in order. Um. yes, they'll be playing at home. Now, do we know the game times yet? No, that's got to get figured out. But you definitely figure it's going to be closer to 7.30 to 7.15, somewhere around there. That seems to be the norm. Local times, right? So we'll keep you up to date. Now, if we get through, Bam, who would we potentially be playing? Because
1: this is very intriguing. Yeah, so after their win today, it's be, it'll be Leon or Tigris. So Tigris had a nice little win today. They ended up uh, winning 6-0 over all the two games, and Leon ended up winning 6-2 over their two games.
0: Now, uh, can you enlighten the folks? What kind of history do we have with those two teams?
1: We have a little bit of history. You know, we're obviously playing Leon and seeing the videos and all that kind of stuff from away Leon was amazing. And I think I, think I don't want to play them next. I'd rather play Tigris. But I think Tigris would be a much better win.
0: And would that be a bit of a redemption battle as well? Definitely. Definitely a redemption battle for that one. Yeah. So basically we're playing teams that in all cases, whoever we're going to play from this round forward, we have history, right? There's a challenge in front of us, um, a real one. And there are some familiar faces we're gonna have to deal with, which honestly, I kind of dig it. It's like a movie. It were again the Hollywood ending, right? Um, Redemption could the be LF a story. Way. They, right? It
3: always I'm has to be this. Way.
0: Ken knows it's always got to be drama with us. So if if we make it to the final, not gonna say when. We're playing Philly. Sorry, this is tough. They got to get it right um they're better than the last time we played them i know they don't look like that in the standings yet trust me that's that same team still exists they're just getting it together um finals will be here we go may 31st will be the first leg second leg june 4th that's what is listing so far So if you're asking yourself, isn't there a problem with that schedule? There's a massive problem with that schedule. May 31st, we play against St. Louis at home. And I believe June 4th, we're supposed to travel to Atlanta, right, man?
1: June 3rd, Atlanta comes to us.
0: us. Okay, so in both cases, we have a conflict of schedule. They can't play that close together. Obviously, those are going to have to move or they're going to have to move the times of CCL. A little confusing there. Um, Nice thing is June 4th is a Sunday. And it looks like, if I'm seeing it right by tiebreakers, right now uh, we would be the host for the second leg. (coughs) Am I seeing that right, Bam?
1: I believe that is correct, going by the, the rules and regulations that the tiebreakers mean that we'll be hosting the second leg, which means that hopefully we host second leg all through the lot. So lifting all trophies with us would be great.
0: They, everything is playing into our hands. We just have to get the job done. It just it rests on the players because they're gonna have the 32-52 in every one of these matches. Big every time. Um traveling to Leon. We've done this. Traveling to Monterrey, we've not done that yet. Uh, but that's an easy one to get to. Let's be honest. It won't be that expensive either. It's a common, it's a it's a popular city. So yeah uh, We'll be traveling in numbers no matter what happens We just got to get through Philly first And and I've been to Philly I dig visiting Philly The food is good Araceli, you know a little bit about visiting Philly, right?
3: <laughs> I do I was just there in January
0: Not a bad town to visit, right? mm Food was good? Oh, yeah i have definitely historic.
3: those cheesesteaks Yeah
0: dude. Yeah <laughs> It's amazing. So uh, definitely go if you can, guys. Go if you can. Um, well,
1: my, qu- my question is, is um, Scarf going to drive to Philly this time like it did to Vancouver? I'm, I'm thinking
0: no, uh, but could you imagine those two, Philly and Scarf, on a Defenders of the Bank driving road trip to the East Coast?
3: If I mean, they do, they better stop in KC to say hi. That's all, all I'm going to say.
0: Another good meal. That's all I'm saying. You got to stop in Casey. I have other routes. Oklahoma city. Ain't so bad either. I've been there, but, uh, stop in Casey. It's worth it. I've been there a few times. All right. So that's our schedule guys. I mean, we have the potential to go to the final. We have the potential. to have all the advantage in our, in our favor at this moment, where we host the second leg. It's there for the taking. It's up to our squad to get the job done. But if you could draw anything better that's a hard one, man. This is exactly what I think we wanted. Yes. I know a lot of want to go to play Atlas want to go to Guadalajara for the history. I'll tell you right now, forget that, um, would have been fun, but I'd rather take my odds, right? Odds are you're better off playing domestic anyway. So there it is. There it is. Definitely guys, um, throw it out there. Uh, give us your heads up as to what you think. Um, and I think, Are we ready, guys, for reactions? Anybody just want to add into the schedule before I throw it out to everybody else and get some Q&A going? Game on. Here we go. All right, guys, definitely jump on here. Tell us what you think. Everything is in bounds this time. I'm in a mood. So if somebody wants to talk wise, go for it, especially you Carson fans. Um, We'll have fun with you today. That's for sure. That's right. Join it. Make it happen. Uh, Let's get your reactions, guys. Here we go. First comments. Of course, tradition is whoever's on gets the love. Uh, it's Jibble is the man. Puts the yo out there. Daniel hell, Jacob's in the mix. We got Ox out of Wichita. Staying up late for us tonight. It's Jibble says, so excited for this episode. Feeling good, right? We've got tradition here. We've got, we've got the originals in the mix. It's a good one. It's a good one. Uh, Daniel Hill says, my favorite picture I took at MLS Cup is of Ken, Pat, and Jimmy. Those guys make everything happen behind the scenes. And without due appreciation, much love to the Falcons and the Falconer. There you go. Whoa. Uh, look at that. Thank you. you got, dude, Ken. I'm going to give you the floor for a second. You want to
2: react? Go for it, man. I'm, I'm shocked to see it. I'm, it's, I, I, I you know, didn't expect that.
0: Thank you for the first time ever you got ken like what yeah we are gonna see ken here you have a lot of love coming in and you've earned that dude know this okay uh we got burke in the mix lol man trash can i know he has the funniest name ever um daniel onhill says ollie isn't a mascot ollie is a club legend build the statue now
2: yes that's what i've been telling him I think we're due for
0: a better TIFO right. with all of you. I mean, we had wings. We had death from above. Remember, that was one of my babies oh right there. Oh, my
2: God, yeah. Um,
0: that was one of my fun sure? designs. Yeah, that was my baby. Um, but there got to be something better. That was pretty low-tech. We did a lot of work, but it's low-tech. Uh, let's see. It's Jibble says, A win against Carson this weekend, along with the Philadelphia and Tigris, would be the perfect end before the summer window changes. And then comes Open Cup.
2: Just saying. For fun. Wow. more fun. Right. How many how many matches are the the guys going to play this season? If we go uh, all around
0: sixty if we can get the finals everywhere. That's I don't know how they're physically going to do that, but yeah, if we try to make the run across the board, it would be about sixty games.
2: Wow. Yeah. We we need more players.
0: I agree. I agree. Um, I mean, it's nice to get this this young kid Bogush coming in, but we need more. Agreed. Stephen Dilt says, aloha from Hawaii. Uh, Happy belated birthday to Araceli. To put it bluntly, the boys this weekend need to put their heads down and get in and do their job and get out. Right? And those few of us that are there, I think it's going to be more than a few of us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Yeah. We need to do this. Uh, Stephen Dilt says, Carson is beneath us. The stats prove that. It's just a fact. But when you have a dog backed into a corner, it will bite. Yeah. Nothing scarier than a wounded animal. I'm with you on this. Um, they have everything to play for. This is how it's come, what it's come to. We define ourselves by our culture, our community, and trying to push things ahead to, push to to ahead to win so things to win no them. one's won before. Right? <laughs> they define themselves on whether they can beat us every week. They're winning record against us that's already tainted. That's that. So it's really a big, of course, and of
2: their history. Oh, God. Every Galaxy fan I meet. When you have five, you can call me. Okay. Like That is like a, a fixed line they tell everyone to say. You don't have anything intelligent to comment on. That's what they've been fed.
0: Spoon fed. And now they're mad because they're stuck in this. They created the problem. I don't feel sorry for them. They should have demanded more earlier. Too little, too late. You got stuck in your ways and kept calling us Chivas, even though we ain't Chivas, um, and you lost your own club in the process. So, good on them. What does
2: Chivas Uh, mean?
0: They're they're talking about Chivas USA, the the former club that used to play in Carson as well. Um, Oh, the team. Yeah, the field side. So, they like to say that we're them because we do have a lot of fans that crossed over. Of course, why would they ever go bother with the fans they have? But um, that's why they say that it's trying to get people divided, which doesn't work because it's failed um, as they hire Chivas people left and right. But we could talk all day about that. Um, let's see. Stephen Dill says Carson, not having any wins would be there for Sunday frothing for a win, especially in their house against their biggest rivals. So here's the deal. They have their worst record since 1997, which was the second year of league existence. Okay? Right now, they have that. I believe if they lose to us, then it becomes the worst season to start ever. So
2: we could... For the league.
0: uh, For themselves. For themselves. Because they have a history of success. We know this. So it would be their worst start basically ever if we beat them. (laughs) History making. History making for very different reasons. Dig that. So that could be happening. Uh, let's see here. We've got... Uh, Dilt says, voice can't be slops. Okay, that's good. Let me move on to the next one. Okay. Hmm, having some technical stuff, guys. Sorry about that. There we go. Handing out 3 O's like candy. Dig that. I'm getting weird stuff. You guys seeing this? There it goes. It cleared. Yeah, Yeah, I got some stuff to come over my page. It was odd. All right, back to it. Uh, LAFC Wolves, good evening, black and gold family. He's in the mix. Uh, He says he's so happy Sifu got his goal. Seen him try so hard, blowing a hat trick, knocking in a header, and he missed, but I seen him put 100% effort. LFG, Sifu. There we go. Wolf is rooting for the Tigris. Tigris matchup. Not rooting for the Tigris. Yes, ma'am? You said something? I heard you. That's all good. All good. All right, cool, man. Um, let's see. <laughs> Juan says that Ken's playing a very intense game with Solitaire on his iMac right now. <laughs> Hey man, this is his first podcast. I know he, he's like us. He's, he's it's new, and we never go five wide, right? So this is pretty cool too. Um, Jose Bernal says just got out of work, dude. He's on here every week. Good to see you on here. Um, he says his second leg. Okay, Dunian has says second leg semi return for Philly guaranteed to be May second. I don't think it's a guarantee. It's just a tentative date. Um, I'll put it at that. It's listed as the date. I would think they would prefer it for TV reasons, but you know how a CCL is. It's either a Tuesday or a Wednesday. They don't, you know, I don't see them doing Thursday like they did in the first round, but um, Tuesday, Wednesday, and of course you can't conflict with the other semi. So uh, semi-locked, I guess you could say.
1: We'll see what happens because of the St. Louis situation, right? Going by what's on foot mob at the moment. The first game is Thursday, is uh, Wednesday, April twenty sixth, away, and then we're playing at home, Wednesday, May third. It's pushing to third now. Yep, and
0: it's two different sources, uh, two different times. That's awesome. Yep.
1: It's it's also six a.m. kickoff for me for those games, so that will make it. I'm not playing uh, solid anymore. He's got the one. Heart. Yeah so so that will make it i think 1 p.m. local time so that might be to change.
0: Yeah, that's not going to stay either. No. No. These are tentative dates guys. Could be the 2nd, could be the 3rd. Uh we we're not sure yet. We just know it's one of those 3 days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I'm betting it's Tuesday or Wednesday. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I've got one source saying that is a tentative and he's got another saying another date. So just keep your, your days open, I guess. Um, times are not specific either on my end. So we'll, we'll keep you posted as we lead into this thing. I bet you by tomorrow it'll be official. You know how things operate. Uh, let's see. Jose Bernal is predicting the game three to one against Carson. Uh, Jose Bernal Philly one, one against LASC That's some time down the line though, guys uh miguel campos laughing um wolf laughing we are not chivas we are los angeles pasadena and carson's daddy there you are we'll get into that more um i like carlos c's point good point they continue to make fun of us yet they just hired to try and copy what we do and they sign our former players and yes um We can definitely have fun with that guy too, Uh, but we got more to cover and we will go into a little bit in depth in a few minutes. Um, Smalls also beat those bums on Sunday. So there are comments for now guys. Keep throwing them in there. Uh, We're going to come back to you towards the end of episode as well. Again, always love what you guys bring to the mix. Keep it going. All right. Of course, after we get through reactions, you know what we do. That's right. Club and community news. Tony, you are on you are on, sir. Let's go for it, man.
4: So, not much club and community news, but the major three that we have, of course, the first one is if you can't make it to the uh, game because it's very hard—not hard, I guess—since you probably get a ticket if you're not if you're not coming with us. at thirty-two fifty-two. Um, there is a watch part Uh Progress Brewery at. That that starts at 12 p.m. Kickoff starts at 1 30 p.m. Food is by El Charo Bacola. Barbacola. Eh. Barbacoa, thank you. Um, and it's the address is 9624 El Poche Street, South El Monte, California, 91733. Um, moving on with that, of course. We have the Mo Facio Futsal Court that still needs your donations to be built. Whatever you can donate, it's just you know a $1, dollar, twenty dollars, a hundred dollars, whatever whatever you can afford. You know what I mean? Sometimes life is tough, but we need to build this in order to honor our <clears throat> fallen friend. And then of course, the most important one, and the one that helps us in the thirty-two fifty-two with the TIFOs, the drums, the flags, is the, your thirty-two fifty-two membership. Um, sign up. It also helps your SGs get you know made official and keep official into the 3252. There are three di- there are two different tiers. The tier that Joseph has is the bucket hat lanyard pin and scarf, which is about what sixty dollars altogether. And then there is a tier below that which is the scarf and pin and which is thirty dollars altogether. So make sure if you haven't signed up, sign up to get some cool swag and also help 3252 out with the cool T fills that we do for you guys the cool sound with the drums that we do for you guys and everything moving forward.
0: I might as well throw that flag or the, I'm sorry, the scarf into the mix. So there's a scarf right here. Pretty cool, reversible, get your gold, get your black, get your gray. The biggest thing is that star in the middle. I think the way they set that up is just ideal. Looking at the numbers, it fit perfectly. So good on everybody who designed this, you guys rock. Um, Our design team, our merch crew, putting in the overtime, I tell you. Remember, these things are all packed by our own people. Like, we're, we're not mm-hmm. paying somebody to pack these for us. We do it ourselves, putting in crazy man hours. Um, that way we can do even more TIFO, right? Save a little bit of dough. Um, good on them. Uh, definitely join it. We need it, uh, especially right now as we have, six what, the 60 possible games. Oh. There's going to be some TIFO opportunities that weren't uh, – aren't your typical TFO because you know when you, you know, we normally do them, you're going to need more, right? <laughs> Bigger games. Bigger games require it. So, uh, we need all the help we can get to make it happen. So, do it, guys. Do it. Definitely jump in and make it happen. Alright, so with that, community news is all set. Let's move on to an LAFC update from Araceli. What do we got going on, Araceli?
3: I mean, there's really not much going on in terms of any recent updates, but the Uh, C 2 will be back on the road this weekend on Sunday at 5 o'clock Pacific time. They'll be traveling to Houston to face the Houston Dynamo 2. Again, timing-wise is a little tricky considering when C's game is. So if you're unable to go to the match, I mean, it's something to watch after the game. Uh, It will be on Apple TV or if you're just simply stuck in traffic and need something to do. Highly recommend tuning in.
0: We're stuck on a, in a holding area post game with thirty two fifty two, and you just happen to have your phone with you. Uh, you might watch it to pass the time after this game is done. Though I have a feeling we're going to be much busier doing other things uh, post game um, because you got to escape that place. Uh, I'm just saying it's it's a process to get out of there. So uh, poor kids going to Houston, man, especially with this big game. You you would have thought. Somehow, somewhere, they would have figured out a way to have us, the A's and the B's, play each other, right? Each other, like, right. Basic, basically two rivalry matches back-to-back or something like that. Um, but no, we're going to Houston. It's kind of a downer, to be honest. But that is what it is. Um, and then, again, those players can't even be in town no matter what the result to, to celebrate or, or, or give some hugs no matter what the result is. Kind of tough for the guys that have to travel out. That's for sure um thank you aricelli for the update on lafc2 we're gonna jump right into the black and gold vinyl club minute yeah, that's right we're speeding through this you know why we want to talk about the game uh all right so i'm actually gonna hijack the black and gold vinyl club minute um i went to an amazing concert last night i still can't hear anything out of my right ear except for ringing uh because i went to go see the will of the people tour uh, with Muse and that was amazing And my my other favorite band Highly Suspect was the opening act That just got lucky on that one um, So I had a great time uh, At the show but if you ever Listen to Muse it's all about the good guys Fighting the bad guys and, and the, the, the Old school authority that gets In the way of all good things Feels like an LAC fan Dealing with, with Carson uh, The vibe is there but basically I'm going to go with Will of the People for the album This week Uh, their latest one song choice i don't know it's controversial but i think it's real when it comes to rivalry killer be killed is the song that i'm choosing for the song of the day within the album of the day because that's how rivalries work killer be killed make it happen get it done so there's my thoughts bam you look like you want to jump in and say something man go for it dude
1: yeah it it is a good one but i I think the one I had lined up might have been a little bit better, but I'm going to save that for next week, depending on what happens with the game this weekend. Ah, There we go. And you're like,
0: everybody's looking at me going, wait, but you had to pick a Carson like song. I didn't say I I picked a band that was from far, far away, just like Carson, um, but spends their summers in Los Angeles. So there you go. There you go. All right. Transitioning. That's right. We're moving on. You know what we're going to talk about now. It's that one. One you've all been waiting for. LAC versus Carson preview. We are in the mix. It is happening. It is live. Uh, Jump on, guys. Throw your reactions as we're doing this. You know the questions are going to come up, so let's do this. Sunday, 1.30 p.m. kickoff time. That's right. April 16th. We have the Carson Galaxy versus the Los Angeles football club. Live from the Dignity Health Sports Park at Cal State Dominguez Hills in Carson, California. Uh, That's what's happening. It's on, it's in. Of course, before we can talk about the match, we have to talk about the elephant in the room. We're not going to avoid it. We're going to go right into it. Is this dunking on our opponent? Possibly. But it does have an effect on the game. A massive effect for them psychologically, for us as well as we're watching this dumpster fire occur Um, some people are getting a little too comfortable as they're watching them struggle with themselves right now. Um, don't don't get comfortable. We have no winning record there. We haven't won there. So this is real. This is why we say we have unfinished business. We have unfinished business. We have never beaten them there. That's the one thing they can always throw in our face. Okay. This is real. You can't mess around with this. So, that being said, this is what's happening off the field. And the most the most recent thing that we've seen. Their fans are protesting due to the culture of the club deteriorating in terms of their um, view of their side. Okay, Championships aren't happening anymore. The records are getting worse every year. Yes, they did make the playoffs, but is that the level they want to be at? No. And at every turn of the corner, when it comes time for the big game to make the big advancement, who do they run into? Us. Okay, and we've been ending their seasons. That doesn't feel good either that the the upstart is the one now taking it. Um, Yes, they still have a minor winning record. We'll talk about that. But for them, what they expect from their club, it's been a very, very long time. And so for them, the direction is wrong. All eyes have gone towards Chris Klein and his crew. Why? Well, they got busted for a scandal signing a player claiming they weren't a DP when they really were to fudge the rosters and stay competitive with a, a recently expanded side. That's pretty sad, I'd say. Um, And so demands are there. And so the fans decided to walk. They're not getting heard. They walked. You would expect a little bit more from Carson instead Rumors we're hearing is they've gone to the point where they're looking to replace their supporters. Um, that they've had meetings and whatever, and it hasn't gone anywhere. And so now they've gone full circle. And and you know, Victoria Block, the one thing that they wanted to celebrate to to kind of combat us, is now a thorn in their side, and that's how they're seeing it. Rather than people to work with their problem, and so uh rather than than embracing their supporters or finding a way they've look to hire a PR guy to go with branding um, who did the architect. He was the architect of the commander's rebrand. Um, not saying that they're going to rebrand, but he's definitely there to try to change the look or feel of the club and win people back. So in, this, in other words, they threw money at some random dude rather than, then focus on the structural issues of their club. That is what's happening on the outside. Now on the inside, in the stands, We're hearing that fans are kind of being forced to attend this match or they're going to lose their season tickets. That's the rumors that are out there, not saying it's true, but that's the rumors that are floating around, not a healthy rumor to float around. Um, Their supporters have held firm and not gone to the game. Um, The active support does not exist. It sounds like a library, and I'm not talking smack. It literally does. Um, it's, It's a sad state of affairs for their side. And it's getting worse by the day. So that's the elephant in the room going into this season hasn't gone well. Um, every step of the way where they could have smoothed things over, done the right thing, made the right moves. They have done the exact opposite, including a, a really oddly written letter by by Klein himself that made it look like he was resigning. And then at the end, it's like, well, I'll resign if we fail this year. That's what not what they were. You should have stayed quiet. I mean, again, making it worse again and again and again. Bam! Do you want to throw on this? Throw some some from fuel onto this fire because that that's the situation I'm seeing.
1: What's happening over there at the moment is absolutely beautiful. It is absolutely <laughs> gorgeous. I love everything that's going on over there. For the, for, for the club coming out and saying you don't show up, we're going to cancel your season tickets, that's fine. There's, what, five people with season tickets, so easy to get back on the wait list for that. Um, Chris Klein, although your fans hate you, I love you. Keep doing what you're doing. You're doing great. You know, you're making it, you're making them a better team by being there. So keep being there, keep doing that, and I hope you get another contract extension by the end of the year because you deserve it. Having to put up with all that bullshit from your fans is a bonus man needs a bonus
0: maybe a promotion even further something something give him an exact position with age something huge man the man has done so much for this organization give him ownership
1: states just give him some ownership states Plain simple. Degrees. you know ag yeah. give him some of your some shares in, in your group make him a part owner because everything he's done to have to deal with some of those bullshit fans that since 96 good on you you've been there for a long time Keep up oh, doing beautiful. you're doing a great work
0: man see there it is um aricelli i i, I don't think you want to dunk but um uh, any impressions
3: i mean it's really more of a cautionary tale if anything um <laughs> <laughs> As we all know, you know Chris Klein obviously has his connections here to KC. So anytime I hear it being a dumpster fire and the connection to him, it's 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 a weird feeling I have to admit. But um, I mean, it, it, things are definitely interesting. I'll just kind of leave it at that because I although we are talking about Carson, I do want to point out very quickly that something very similar is starting to brew over here in KC with the status of SKC and kind of the ownership group that now there's being calls for boycotting and protesting, which fans have never done. So we could see a similar situation over here pretty soon. Who knows?
0: Which would be sad because uh, I, I really, really dig Peter Vermees and all that he has done for them. But yeah, I, I get the disconnect at this point. It's, it's a long time in office, you could say um it's rough it's rough and and again there has to be a cycle there has to be movement and if it gets stale welcome to this world um tough tough times that's for sure uh tony thoughts man don't care (laughs) all that matters is the football is that what you're saying
4: all that matters is the football all that matters is our team yes like I do want our rivals to be good, so it get, becomes a good rivalry, and when we face each other, it's historic. But throughout histories of any rivalry, it's, it's stuff like this happens. But to say they had culture is a honestly a slap to culture. You know what I mean? Like I remember, like I said, I watched the MLS grow since since 96 but and been to many carson games never supported carson and went to them and it was always just a snooze fest it wasn't something that draws me and there's a reason why i'm with lafc because that's the culture that drew drew me here and Mm -hmm. what wanted me to do what i'm doing now over there is just oh we should do this because this is cool and then then you have fighting supporters where they don't want to unite and that's kind of another thing and then you name Then you name a supporter group after the one of the worst things that happened in L.A. history. Kind of not the greatest thing in the world either.
0: Not once, twice um, in L.A. history. Yeah, again, tone tone deaf supporters. I I don't know. It's all over the place at this point. Um, I'm not going to say I feel for them because I remember a long time ago how they treated other cubs struggling I think rebrand re- relocate was a common term that they like to laugh about. Um, guess what you're facing it now people you even brought in a rebranding guy uh, into your organization so have fun with that and. Rest on your laurels. Uh, Ken, you want to have any fun with this one
2: or just kind of remind people of, of what it can be? Ah, <laughs> uh, Well, we all know what it can be, and it's pretty damn heavenly if you ask me. I'm curious what you guys think because they're playing us. They hate mm-hmm. us more than overcooked spinach. I mean, are they think the fans are going to show up for this or are they going to hold true to their guns? This is a real test of their will i
0: think some will show but not in an organized fashion right i think there'll be an attempt to sing at times i think it'll be kind of, of half-assed you could say um because if they're holding their guns they should hold to their guns this is that one moment where it could be the best thing to happen to them would be the outright destruction on the field and an embarrassment off of it just to wake some people up even league office would get a good wake-up call here because they've been they've been sitting on their hands throughout this which is surprising from them because usually they don't um yeah i mean that's i think that would do the best so what what hurts the most in the short term might be the best for them in the long term um, that's where I think it's at. So I think the, the season, the supporters will, will stay away. They'll be smart about it and stay away. Um, but the younger ones will probably fall for it and jump on because they don't want to lose things. I think, I think it'll be a mixed bag is what we'll see. Will I see, will I see a ton of black shirts everywhere or even green? Cause we like to wear green all the time too. Yeah. I think, I think it's going to turn into a home game for us no matter what they do because of how organized we are. Unified and organized, you
1: are exactly, exactly. See what I would like to see. You know, I think that if heaven forbid this was happened to us, what I think the supporters should do: rock up, go into the VB, stand there silent for ten minutes, from the tenth to the fifteen minute mark, chant your hearts out. Then walk out of the stadium. Whoa! At the fifteen-minute 15 mark. Whoa! with that that be- was powerful? That that is what kind of happened here in Australia with the A League announcing that the all finals will be played in Sydney. Um, the grand final will be playing in Sydney for the next few years. Fans didn't like that, so they rocked up to the match for the first twenty minutes. Sung twenty-first minute, walked out to show what they are missing. So if if they were smart and the leaders over there were smart, which we all know they aren't always the brightest bunch. <laughs> yeah. Do that. Show the FO. This is what you got. This is what you're losing if certain people stay around.
0: Yeah, I, I think he's right. I mean, it would be ripe for protest, not staying away, but I, I don't, I, I can't see it. I can't. They, they're they just not, there's too many groups with too many separate interests it's unlike the 3252 where we're very much united in our in the front and we think things through and work things out and everything's a long-term kind of vibe um, we've had our moments trust yeah. me but, but
1: it, it, at the end of the day we know the end game and that mm-hmm. we've always known the end could, game I don't could you guys did. imagine 30 second minute the 3252 walking out of the stadium i would say that they would
0: under these circumstances. I yep. it, it, we're not the silent treatment type.
1: You know like <laughs> but what uh, we're but not what in, what impact do you reckon that would have on the club? Not only that but the league is what the league would look more into what's happening at the club I'd say.
4: Well no, that's that's we, we've already done it. Yeah.
1: Um last year we went
0: silent for a game for a period of time um because we were unhappy with with the level of performance the level of focus from our side um, and so we did it once already. Where are we now? I'm not saying that that protest did it, but but we showed back then that we wouldn't hold back. Like again, we're not the silent treatment type. We were there. You saw our faces. Um, it was more telling you how it is, right? It says a lot more, making a, a scene, you could say, uh, than simply just not showing up, right? Say your piece, and then if you want to walk away it's much more dramatic than just not being there.
2: I, I think if they were to come in for 15 minutes and walk out, that would be profound reverberations throughout MLS. I, I never thought of anything like that, but I, I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, Holy crap. I'd probably I mean, be on NBC news.
0: These guys know some history with me and, and dealing with another dysfunctional club. Um, yeah, I kind of set up a plane over the stadium, but that was fun too. Uh <laughs> a very long time ago. Um that actually insulted the owner. Yeah, another terrible organization um that used to play there. But uh I remember it had an LED board below the plane and it insulted the current owner of that team on the plane scrolling across and that was that was fun to set up. But that again, to me support culture is you do stuff but to them it's it's boycott so we'll see what happens i mean there's a lot of days in we'll see what they do but what i do know is that's their problem not ours it's not our job to fix their problems um because they ain't gonna listen to us anyway um but what we can do is we can win the football match and that's really what matters the most and 3252 is going to show up in force and those in the 3252, they got me in the 3252 section. will find a way into this stadium, and we will make it a home game. Um, and I know that's going to happen. I expect that to happen. I don't expect anything less um, that our folks are going to mm-hmm. go in there and, and take advantage of the situation, give our boys a home field advantage, and and hopefully make history. And I think that's where we can leave it with these guys. Um, so let's get into it. Tony. Head-to-head, how have things been between the both sides?
4: Mm, Head-to-head, there is a very big asterisk with two games because of Carson using their same tactics they always do, but finally being punished. And those two games were the scandal, which is what happened with Klein, which they seem to forget that they've had these two wins and brought in Zlatan and Povon. But if we want to count it overall, they have seven wins, five draws, and five losses against us. So we have five wins against us. We've beaten them twice in the playoffs. But the biggest factor, of course, is we've never beaten them at Dignity Digni Sports Park. Or yeah. whatever it's called.
0: And they did eliminate us from the Open Cup when we were playing mm-hmm. there. So that that big obstacle <sighs> still exists. It's hey, You know, that's the rivalry. It's real talk. We're not going to sugarcoat it. Um, yeah, they've got our number there it's that simple and we haven't played to our level this is our chance to do so and if you were looking at the last five games looking at the season so far tony um i think that that kind of shows it right there um you know the last two wins we had were were pretty pretty epic um right take them out of the playoffs but
4: yeah it's like i said we're we're two different clubs going in two different directions we are where four wins, two draws, undefeated, one of the only two teams left undefeated. While they're the one of the only two teams with a hasn't won one at uh, zero wins, three draws, and three losses. So as much as we want to per se of their trajectory, the context of moving forward with their context of the team and the context of the the players and the context of the fo if you don't understand this there's an interview about context in general about that is they're not producing they don't have a product on the team and they're going honestly um mls 2.0 which is bringing a big name and you can win everything and not have to worry about depth not have to worry about tactics strategy momentum or anything it's so that's how it is
0: Right. Look for the next Zlatan, right? Try to save your day. Um, Of course, Will Coons came in. Again, they're taking from us, I guess. Um, They want our vibe. Um, He's going in there promising they're not going to focus on the old DP, which that's what they've been spoon-fed for, well, since 96, um, is to have the big names, right? At least until Beckham came around. Um, That's a sea change for them. Stars to be rather than stars on their way out would be very different. I don't know how much of an appetite they have for that. I think they want to solve their problems and also have the stars. Uh, so that would be an interesting growth for them. Now, um, last five games, um, do you want to rattle these guys off for these guys? Tony? Uh, I was
4: saying, I think Ken had something to say about Oh,
2: yeah, Ken, Ken go for it. Go for it. I'll save it at an appropriate time. Okay. <laughs> you got it. You got it. So All right, Tony. Um,
4: so from like the form for the last five games and moving forward, it's lost to Houston, 3-0 with two major players gone out, the Juventus players they brought in, over stupid yellow cards and then of course draws and draws moving forward and then us on a winning streak. Yes, we do have that one loss in CCL, but really in league wise we're undefeated and yeah pretty much that's about it if we again key players that we have to talk about is Boanga and Bella for us and them it's uh Jovic and Alvarez with Chicharito also coming back for this game
0: yeah i mean tough times for them they're averaging 0.5 goals a game again not their way uh, their leading score is Jovovic with one goal and only three guys in the team have scored him Leardom and Neil which I believe both those guys are defenders uh yeah it's it's pretty tough Yes, yeah, Chicharito should fix things for them a bit um but again they're assist men same story one one you know it, it's just yeah so if you look at leading score it would technically be Le- Leardom has a goal and assist it's like their season <laughs> hasn't started yet I know and he's a and he's a castoff from Seattle. And then before I guess he went. Yeah. So, I mean, not good times for them. That's for sure. The wounded animal effect is here. Um, They're in desperate times. They have to get a win. They have to get a win against us. Um, Anything else is unacceptable. There's no way they want, they can play for a tie in this, even though that might technically, but we they'll need to do, but their fans are expecting a very different story. Yes, ma'am.
1: The three, two win against Carson last year in July. Mm-hmm. And the one-one draw in Carson in October 2021, and this game, what do they have in common?
2: What do they have in common? The mm-hmm. day ends with a Y.
1: Armando <laughs> Villarreal will be at in the center pitch for this game. He was in the center pitch for those two games as well.
0: Wait, so games where we got results against them, we have a
1: referee. And yet we have the same ref so they haven't given them a homer ref like they usually do nope no. out of all the out of all the games that he has done um he has a 41.2% win 35.3% loss and 23.5% draw for carson averaging 1.47 points per game for us it's a 53.8% win 15.4% loss and 30.8% draw with an average of 1.92 points per game with him as a
2: referee does he tend to keep the game cleaner? Or you let him play on? Or what's his style? His he, he
1: style, he averages 23.7 fouls per game with 3.39 yellows and 0. 0.16 reds. Is that so. high? Kind of low, it's actually. <clears throat> kind of low. Kinda low. He, yeah. he likes to let the game flow, so that's okay. good. Our game where we beat them 3-2 last year at home we had four yellows. They had one yellow. And in the 1-1 one, one draw, sorry, they had four yellows. We had one. And in the 1-1 one, one draw, they had three yellows. We had two. So he's, he likes to keep the, the flow going, which is good. Interesting. Interesting. In
0: terms of penalties, what's his rate, rate on penalties? Penalties,
1: he doesn't like giving many. Okay. Um, going through it all, penalties um yeah he doesn't give many penalties out of all of them okay so
0: here here's something that people need to be very very aware of when you play against this team last year they got a record for they tied the record with atlanta for most penalties awarded in a season to get into the playoffs that that that's the truth is i'm not playing games that they really did tie the all-time mls record for penalties awarded they failed to convert on many of them thanks to chicharito um but this is the truth of it now this season they haven't gotten the penalties they thought they should get in the last two games i mean ridiculous protests over penalties ridiculous um you know the press conference where where, where vanny lost it Scream about handballs against Seattle. Um, I will be real with you guys. There is a tactic with this team, and this isn't tinfoil hat. Watch when they do crosses. If it's late in the game, they go high body on the defender. You have to be extremely careful as a defender against this team because they will fire it into your upper body. I've seen them do it, and it works. You get a call for that, right? If a guy's got his hand in an unnatural position – it works you'll probably get a call for it um last year they would get those calls this year they're not getting them as much at all really um and so it's an old school tactic when things aren't going well that you try to you try to manufacture something right get a penalty call get a foul at the top of the box you know make make a hard decision for the referee they've already resorted to that this early in the year Desperation time for them, so expect in this game a lot of of questionable stuff because they have to grind a way through. Our guys have to be extra careful in this game, they've been lobbying for penalties continually. Uh, this year, you know, woe is me! The victim, the victim play all the way through. And in this match, you're definitely going to be looking for stuff, they're going to be looking for calls. That's what they do. Uh, will will they get them? They haven't so far, um, but but it is reality that you need to be very aware of a team that's this desperate. They're gonna look for any edge they possibly can, and that's one of them is is to get the whistle. You know, to get out get out of jail free card with a with an easy whistle. So it's it's real, it's real. Um, all right, looking through as well. Anything else we want to throw out there? I will say this: There's a few other fun facts. Um, Carlos Vela, of course, has scored. 10 goals and 11 career appearances against the galaxy um but i guess the last two he didn't have any am i reading that correct um now that he's got a brace in the lead up i'd feel good about that i'd feel good about that yeah right um you know both of your lead your main strikers are, are um you know coming off of multiple multi goal games. I, it, it's kind of a good vibe to have going into this. Same thing and and I think we need to talk about this too is 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 defending, okay? Guys, we've played how many games so far this year? At least in league matches, you want to just stick with league matches. Was it 6 games? How many goals have we let in so far? 3 3. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're LAFC uh, averaging half a goal against—I'm sorry—that's not normal for us, right? We tend to go back and forth. Um, this is this is a much different vibe um, for them. They've allowed nine, so you know, in the same amount of time. Uh, the stats are real. Um, we could talk about goal difference again. They're not producing, so that that's there. But it is a very interesting thing where we're looking at the at the defensively sound side. Um, even more, you know, that's the bigger story than the offense, even though the offense has been beautiful. Um, defensively, we've been pretty darn sound. Um, Araceli, looking into the facts, going into this game, what are your thoughts?
3: Um, As always, you know, I'm just kind of looking at the matchup. Never underestimate them, even though it looks like everything is leaning towards our side, uh, stat-wise, even with the ref, but you know, it's like I said in the past, It just you just can't underestimate it because you truly never really know. Obviously, you know, I want a good result for LAFC, but, I mean, we'll, we'll just have to see.
0: We've never won there. That's the stat. That's the stat. We've never got a win in that place. That's, that's the real talk. Until you've done it, you haven't. Simple. Um, you've failed at something. This is the one failure we have on our record, is we haven't got one in their house. It's their talking point. As they should, as they should. So it's our job to change that this weekend. We have to go for the win. And you're like, well, you know, no, we have to go for the win. Kill or be killed, as we said with the song. This is your chance. If there's ever a time, this is the one. All right, looking at, you know, their lineup and what they're going to do, there are some missing key players, and I'll throw this over to Bam. Both sides have some interesting uh, updates in terms of roster. Go for it, man.
1: So, um, for Carson Bond's out with a shoulder still. Um, and obviously Caceres and Costa are both out with red cards. Caceres with a stupid, stupid second yellow, which in theory, if you go by what he's done, he should have received four yellows for one, leaving the field of play without permission, two, going to the VAR, three, touching the ref. And yeah, so he should be up to f- three, three, four yellows. So it should be multiple weeks out for him. And then Costa deciding, I don't want to play LFC this week and dragging the Houston player to the ground with a horse collar. That was a horse collar, wasn't it? Oh my <laughs> it, it was, it was. For us, um, going by outside found. obviously Max is still out. Uh, Tony Leone is out with the right leg and Torres is out with the right leg. Which I could swear in warm-ups last time, Christian Torres
0: was kind of out there kicking the ball around. So I think yeah. it's precautionary, to be honest. Um, just letting them heal because they can afford to, you know, they can afford to. Um, yeah. Now uh, the other interesting thing that was, I mean, he hasn't really played this year, but uh, Chase uh, Gasper uh, from Minnesota that the Galaxy got last year, big money. I mean, he paid a lot for this dude. Um, they just let him walk, right? Yeah, gone, done. And that's a defender, and they're short on defenders. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that happened. Um, of course, they, their their reasoning is they brought in uh, Julian Aude uh, from Argentina and also Lucas uh, Caligari uh, from Brazil, who is now a starter. We'll talk about him in a few seconds. is why they, they felt that they had the opening to do that. Now, um, looking at their their lineups in the lead-up to this, of course, usually they play, play a 4-1-4-1. They have flirted with a 3-5-2 when they've been behind to try to make things happen um i think we can all look at each other and go yeah I, I dare you to play a 3-5-2 against against lafc i dare you to get into that transition game i will take that every day of the week um i wouldn't expect that i would definitely expect him to try to shut things down to 4-1-4-1 um again jovelich has been the guy but chicharito is healthy now so you'd expect him to be the starter i know he's not had a 90 minute game or even started yet this year uh but if he's healthy how do you not how do you not um midfield basically uh brugman would be your anchor right your low your your low midfielder uh delgado puig would be above him puj sorry um and then rodriguez on the right boyd potentially on the left at least that's what they did against houston uh backline uh caligari is your right back. The snake uh, as your left back, uh, uh, Neil and Caceres in the back line. Of course, we know Caceres is gone, um, and so this makes the hard conversation of of who gets to play. Um, we talked about this off-air. I'm going to throw this one over to you, Bam. Who is
1: replacing Caceres for this match? It's got to be Mavinga. It's easy, Mavinga. He um in their match against Seattle, Mavinga was subbed on for him. So it's just a straight like for like. And I think he's
0: had so, like six appearances already. Anyway, I think very yeah, every game he's featured at some point. Um, so it just makes sense. So you're, you're it's going to be Neil and Mavinga as your center backs potentially. Is that what we're looking at for this game? I'd be surprised if it's not those two.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: There's some other names. I think Koulibaly who hasn't played a minute yet is on the roster. Um, who's the other one? Zavaleta. Like what? Family member of the coach, right? Um, yeah. I mean, those guys could play center back too, but those aren't going to be your top choices. Let's be honest. Um, outside of that, uh, outside midfield, do you think the midfield remains the same? Um, Tony, I'm going to go to you. Um your thoughts on their starting 11. Do you see any differences? Do you think the three, five, two is going to show up? What are you, what are you looking
4: at? I think the three, five, two is going to be the, probably their show up just because they don't, again, they're not, they haven't done anything that works. So they're probably going to just go to what makes them comfortable for the day and just see what happens. But I don't see any changes with them, except for like, again, the players that have left because of red cards or injury.
0: Should be interesting. I mean, if they do, if they play the 3 5 2, that means that you're asking either Edwards or Caligari to play in a center back role or finding one of the other guys off the bench um, who've got no minutes uh, really would be an interesting transition and in, in who moves in. Of course, that would give them the chance to get Jovellic uh, and uh, and uh, Chicho on the field at the same time, but they've had no real time with that. Well, you know, it'd be a total gamble from them. And it could go south very quickly. So, again, they're, they're in a moment where they are desperate. So, expect things. Now, every time we have played Greg Vanny, he has found a way to find a, a, a hole. Um, you know, first game, I think Dolo played against them. Um, they found a way to hit us on the back post and expose Palacios, right? We've had moments with Mario losing his cool and making mistakes. We've had issues, mostly with the back line and inexperience for the most part. Um, they're going to look for it again. But this year, we've kind of bolstered things in the back. And so that brings it back to us and what we think is going to happen with our lineup. And I think that's the bigger story is how are we going to approach this game with the opportunity that we have? Is it going to be the roster or the lineup that we saw for the Open Cup? Is there going to be a wrinkle to this lineup? Where do we go next with this? So um, looking, of course, at the back line, McCarthy's your starter. No questions asked. The big question is the center back pairing. Is it Mario and Long? Is it Mario and Chiellini who got some rest? Um, I will go first to you, Ken. Who do you think our center backs are going to be for this one? Chiellini for sure. And that's all I'm sure of. You think Murillo is going to be this,
2: his partner or Long? Oh man. You know, Mario, he he he's a bad man. <laughs> I mean, he the dude is a beast. And that might complement Cleany, you know, the lighter frame, more cerebral, more ahead of the game type of play. Um, but long damn. Yeah. It it's Cleany. It's all it I'm saying, man. I don't know.
0: All right. Uh Aristella, your center back choices.
3: I'm going with Kalini and Mario. Looking at the schedule, there's no quick turnaround. They will have a, a full week of rest, so I say go all in.
0: Ooh, Tony?
4: You go with Kalini, who knows how to play in big games, and then, of course, you go with someone who's been there and has the fire to bring up the troops when we need to be, is Mario.
0: There we go. So if they fail to get their Juventus guys on the field, we'll get our Juventus guy on the field. Simple as that. Uh, yeah, Bring bam- the fire.
4: Let's see the one of the Juventus guys. Let's be honest.
0: Okay, the face of Juventus for many many years and the man that wore the armband, the mm-hmm. legend of legends. Not like the other two. Let's be real, right? Um, bam.
1: It's got to be those two, Marullo and Kulyany. Plain and simple. I do see Long coming into the game later on, but it's got to start with those two.
0: There we go. Uh, Outside backs. Last time we had Hollingshead and Palacios. Um, I'm going to throw my opinion. I think it stays the same because of experience and knowing what those guys bring to this and then using speed at the end and and bringing in Palencia to go rock it up uh, at the end of this game as a counter. Um, I think that's where my head is at. Ken, your choices for your outside
2: backs. What are you going with? Well, I think Steve's coaching philosophy, he wants them to be a their self-contained unit who makes the decisions and makes the plans. And that only happens when you have people working together. So I, I think we're going to pretty much stay the same for probably more games than this, <laughs> irrespective of the 60 matches that we have to play. That's... That is my total absolute wag at it. Remember wag for right. So
0: go with what works. Go who with who knows the system the best.
2: The, yeah, they, they know each other. Yeah, you, you know that's it, 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 it's just uh, it's 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 how our team is built now. It's the opposite of how we had it with
0: Bob. I agree. I would agree. Everyone had to fit his system rather than fit each other, um, and now we have a a more pragmatic approach to the game where we'll, we'll seed we'll possession when we feel like it, rather than try to just shove it down everybody's throat. Like this is how we play this is how, No, we we're pragmatic. What's given. Exactly. Exactly. And we're playing a possession based team. So let them play to what they think there is their strength. Um, all right, let's move on to the midfield. I think we have pretty much consensus on that as much as we love Valencia experience wins today. Here's the story. We know Sanchez. That's the guy that's going to anchor your midfielder Uh, midfield. No one's going to debate that Acosta, Are you kidding? He's going to be out there. I don't see it any other way. The big story will be, is it Tillman, the new face of this rivalry in this rivalry, or are you going with Sifu who's hungry and has scored against these guys in the past? That guy, it's the story, the new face, the man of experience, Araceli, you get first crack. Who do you think wins out for this one?
3: As much as I like uh how Tillman's been performing the last couple of matches, I gotta say Pussy Fantas in there simply just for experience.
0: And a wonder goal. And a wonder goal.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh bam, Thoughts? But... seafood is my boy. I love seafood. I i you all know I, I love seafood. But I'm gonna say Tillman. Tillman Ooh. deserves a right to start. He deserves a right to start, and I think. Seafood coming off the bench will be a lot more dangerous than a starting seafood. So I'm going to go start with Tillman.
2: Nice, Ken. I got to think about Bam's answer some now. <laughs> you know, because I'm a seafood fan, big time. Yeah. He, he's awesome. <clears throat> You're you know, voting? For, are uh, you voting uh, for seafood Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't. God, let me think about it. Uh, you got it. We'll go to Tony headache here now.
0: Ah, there it is. Tony.
4: I say you do seafood cause he's got the hot hand with the goal and everything. He's wearing to go and use Tillman as the, the speed and youth at the end, because again, we come any other game, any other thing I would agree with Tillman, every stuff like that. But with them, our closing last 20 minutes is always horrendous. Something always goes wrong. Something always goes their way or something like that. So we need as much firepower as we can at the end.
0: So I'm going to give my nuanced answer to this uh, because honestly, I think we need to hear from what they say and what we've seen from them to tell you where it's at. Um, Are we going to look at a game that's going to be fast and a back and forth and a finesse game? Or are we going to be in for a back alley brawl? If it's a brawl. It's a brawl. Okay. Who feels more comfortable with physical play? And you've heard their quotes. Some this week. Sifu in a a battle or Tillman in a physical battle? Tillman, we've heard multiple times, didn't like the Bundesliga 2 vibe because it was very physical and didn't let him do the technical work he liked to do. Also, defending is something he has learned over time. Sifu, on the hand, says nothing, does the job, and, and grinds it out. If that is what the story is, and they go with the, that 4 one and we know how physical they are, I'm thinking Sifu gets it, right? Grind it, and then Sifu gets it. If our thought is that we're going to take the game to them and, and try to pummel them early, at least, you know, fast game, then it's Tillman. But I have a funny feeling he's going to go for the grinder. Does that change anybody's thoughts on that? My headache's getting worse. Getting worse, yeah. So I have a funny—I have a thought. It's going to be Sifu, man. I do, just because of the history. He knows what they bring to the table.
2: He's a badass. He is. He is. He will mix it up.
0: And yeah, but know. You
2: save him for the end. Well, I,
0: I know. I I think we go after them. Huh. Um, remember. Who are their subs going to be as this game goes along? Because there's no way the 11 are going to stay the same. It, it it weakens heavily for them with each substitution coming off um, and opens the game up more for us. And then you get Tillman in there fresh while their guys are tired, chasing the game, and, and that's when you can lay in the dagger. Whether we're behind or ahead, him coming in with his skill set, who can score from distance, can hit the ball like, like the best of them, I think a super sub with him is, is going to be the story. That's where my head's at. So final thoughts on, uh, on, on Ken, your, your thought or you're like, man, forget it, man. Just Let's go to forwards.
2: <laughs> I think Sifu is going to start Tillman's is going to come in and score three goals. Bam. There we go. All right. Which brings us to the front line.
0: There you go. Front line. I don't think we're gonna have a shock here. We know who it is. Buanga, Vela, and Urselli Mahala. Bam. A pokey. Tony? Tony? Hey, there you go. I see someone that'd be different. Uh Ken. <laughs> I love Mahala there it is and okay. i'm going to i'm going to say it's going to be uh, mahala apoku as well um yeah he's been in this before he knows and i think experience wins the day in this game it really really does and all of those guys that have had the years of of, of frustration against them they want to be out there they want to be out there to prove something and every guy that we've talked about in this lineup that we think is going to be starters has had the taste of this already so I think it just makes perfect sense to let them get their
2: revenge. A I think MLS has a lot of rivalries. This one is legit. And I think you're right. I think the players are taking this to heart. I don't care what John or Steve has to say or try to hold the reins back to temper it. No, it's, it's personal. There's, there's a lot of unpleasant history ugly history in that house i mean
0: you remember to me that the hardest moment i saw when when talking about one-sided things that just weren't right was when fall scored that goal and then they took it away from him that's my lasting memory of that place um of any of the games i've been there where it's gone not so great to me just watching that young player get crushed by a, a bs call um that's my that's mine like I want the dagger I want revenge for that one you know that's where my head's at
1: bam for me and um, this is gonna sound really weird I do not see both teams finishing with 11 men this game you no know what? To, I, I think it's going to be a knockdown drag out brawl something's gonna happen on the pitch it's gonna be maybe a dirty tackle here or there it's gonna to come together and I can see two players getting sent off. One from each team. I'm worried it'll only be one and it'll be against us because you know how this league operates. <laughs> no, see, see, see I, I would say that, but I I think that with what's happening and all that kind of stuff, the league's looking at it going, Maybe we need to be more fair with this game. And that's why they've got Villa for the Real as a, as a main referee. they got um Drew Zwick in at VAR, who has done some great VAR work and all that kind of stuff. So for me, I can only see both teams finishing with 10 men. I don't see us finishing with 11. Oof. Man. All right. That's going to be a hard one to figure out who that could be,
0: but I, I, I think I'm with you if it does happen. It's got to be a coming together kind of thing where they're, they're just – they're mailing at this point. Um, but which – Carson on a lot of occasions has been mobbing refs like I'm surprised I'm not fined for we're, it yet
1: w- which for me is, is why I think what's going to happen is we're going to start with Tillman Tillman's going to go for a tiki tacky get a cheap shot by a Carson player that's what's going to call it bring it all together
0: that guy getting hit or or uh, okay well, well, it's oh, going to be a show right we can't predict it because you know how it is Um, going to be tough it's gonna to be tough for all of us. I think we need to throw it out to our supporters to give their comments, and we'll close this bad boy out, um, guys. It's your chance. Give us your two cents. Tell us what's going on. Join this conversation. If you want to make predictions? Do it. You know I won't, uh, but you you're more than welcome to do so. All right, let's get some comments going here. Oh man. Do 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 do. Jose Bernal. I'll give you the first one. Uh, what do you guys know about uh, the Galaxy? Are they forcing their supporter groups to go to the game? I, I heard I heard they're between a rock and a hard place. That's the rumors. I'm not saying this is true. Rumors. I don't want to put my name on this. But from what I heard that their season tickets are are at risk of being canceled, just like it happens with our stuff, with our club, when people are continually just reselling their tickets, um, this is a thing. Um, but I heard that that, that has been warned. To multiple people that have V block tickets, um, that's what I heard. Um, I've also heard that there's a risk of supporters losing their membership in their supporter groups if they go out and, and abandon the protest. So, that's are rumors, pretty ugly ones. Is there truth to it? No one's going to confirm that with us, but um, you know, the rumblings you hear rumblings. That's not anyone sure. spy on the Carson podcasts. Everyone does all the time. I never they have i don't know i can't watch them i mean i i I
2: just don't i don't dig it i don't i'm wondering if there's some nuggets of truth in some of those podcasts
0: who knows i mean i will say that that i'm not going to shout out any of them but one of them does actually go heavy with quotes and stuff and tends to say things they don't like to hear so credit to them on that sort of thing but but yeah, I'd rather get the sound bites from the players and the coaches, and they haven't sounded great. I'll be honest. Um, and uh, again, Vanny throwing up the cuss words and, and and going off today didn't didn't help his cause either. LSC Wolf, right? You know, says my wife' family is ninety nine percent Galaxy. She's the only black and gold supporter. The clowns have not even said a word, meme or post. I wonder what is going on. Usually, I'm being made fun of uh something is up uh, something is up as they think they're going to get thrashed and there's no way you're going to stick your neck up for that um and they're not proud of their side right now that's that's a real talk um i get it i get it uh edgar corral galaxy fo called the supporters a bluff and lost bad that is for true i'm not sure they even care though but yeah jose bernal uh with the prices they have for the game we are paying for their season yeah, it's a lot for the supporter section. I'm not going to quote prices, but if you know, you know, um, it's probably double, triple what others are paying. It's pretty rough. Um, but that, that we've come to see that from multiple teams in the league this year. And last year is is we pay way more than all the seats around us um, for the luxury of having a supporter section. So, um, you know us, we're going to pay it because we want to be there. Love is love. Um, this is our team. We'll be there no matter what. Um, yeah, stinks, but there it is. Uh, Jose Bernal, uh, Galaxy will VAR with ticket sales give them a penalty. Yeah, uh, it's rough, but again, they're not the only ones that do that to us. Uh, down on Hill, I hope Long subs on so Carson can see what they were rumored to get. Did Aaron pull an Ilié and switch up and choose correctly, or Classic Case and Media getting the two LA teams confused? I guarantee he heard from both. Um, why would he not several teams were chasing him down Um, I've heard some cool stories as to why but I was asked not to share them um, out of respect for those involved Um, but I will say that um, we came well recommended from from former players and their families I think I'll go that far to say it Um, that the culture that you all built was one of the big reason why he came to us um, and the culture that our club has built for, for the players. I don't know. Maybe that's as far as I can take that. Um, LOL trash in trash can says Sifu. There it is. Uh, Velez believes that Tillman will start. He's been putting in some work every game he plays. Sifu tends to give up and plays and stop running. Interesting. Uh, agreed with Bam says Wolf. Uh, defenders, yeah, they noticed Ken is on. There it is. With their lovely vision of Ollie on their logo. Nice, nice. Uh, Wolf, his thoughts. Uh, Carlos says Galaxy is going to try and make it a dirty game. Their only chance is to try and knock c off their game. They're going to complain about every tackle. And I will say... If that is their game, they will lose and lose badly because there's one thing I have noticed with the players we brought in. We made a big talk about this to win MLS Cup is we needed grit and experience. And every step of the way, we've brought in grit and experience to change our back line, right? You have Hollingshead back there, Chiellini back there. We have guys that aren't scared to mix it up. You look at our midfield, not scared to mix it up. You can't intimidate this team anymore. It's not like the early days where we had a lot of finesse guys, undersized guys, uh, young young kids. We've gotten a, gotten a lot older in our roster. It's not that team anymore. They'll be they'll be playing the wrong the wrong LaFC if that's their approach to the game. Uh, yeah,
2: we have gotten me.
0: I love yeah. it. I'm proud of it. Smart by our club, Gomez Jr. I hate MLS for making the game at one thirty. I'll say this. I give them credit for having us play on a separate day than all the other games because Apple has basically forced everyone together and you don't get to see the games unless you watch the whip around. And in this case, we get featured all by our lonesome for the whole world to watch. I give them hey, credit Gomez. for that at least. What happened?
1: Gomez, would you rather 1.30 p.m. or for me, 6.30 a.m.? There it is.
0: There it is, which is what uh, every English league match that everybody watches over here when they go to the pub. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, ooh, we have a uh, LL man's uh, calling for a 3-0 clean sheet because, well, you know, if we roll those dice, why wouldn't we roll them again? Uh, Michael, there he goes. Another amazing FC Bayern uh, supporter. Uh, Prediction 3-0 Carson card in the 60th. Oh, boy uh lafc wolf uh dolo must go for the win to become the coach that wins at carson they want it you know they want it michael goes my two favorite bird mascots ollie and the adler in eintracht frankfurt in case you don't know adler is the eagle eintracht has an eagle a big old eagle uh beautiful beautiful bird um big he's <laughs> huge um but they're not mascots, Michael. They're not mascots. Right, Ken? You want you want to respond? Look how you're ready to respond. Go for it, man. Go okay. It.
2: We do not have a mascot. Mascots are people who dress up in silly, fuzzy costumes. We have a badass symbol that hunts down and kills the opponent's crest as our pregame ritual. Okay, I feel better. Thank you. Dude, we have
0: an amazing, amazing symbol. Yeah, that
2: hunts for real. Okay. is the lure. They're not playing like my dog. That's their quarry. She is hunting it down. They wish to kill it to eat. And they want to hunt more than they want to breathe. That doesn't look like he's playing, does it, Ken?
0: Look at that. Look at that lure.
2: That's a one time only only. Oh uh, no, I use that one twice. A couple days so, before I had blood on it for some sadistical mental issues. I have it has blood. So nobody you know. Don't worry about it. I don't it. see a fuzzy mascot doing that. So
0: there's that. <laughs> well done, Ken. <laughs> All right, Mr. Velez says teamies to rough up uh Pooj uh if we get him off his game it's all over for carson he looks like the kid that delivers the newspaper man i don't know it's just my vibe um no i dude if it gets rough they tend their their guys aren't as physical as ours these days so i i think it would backfire immensely
2: mario mario might go down on a murder
0: charge but (laughs) we need to keep their heads cool that's for sure gomez jr can't wait until our cabral demolishes our cabral i love it i love it hey the uh debutantes this year in the podcast world for LASC. welcome to the pod fam boys uh happy foot sad foot is on and they say i have a feeling uh Pooj and jovelich are gonna want to prove a point this game we shouldn't underestimate them. Also, Ken, has Ollie ever flown far enough away that you got worried? Oh, I know you
2: got stories. Go for it, Ken. She was about six months old flying out in the agricultural area of um, Oxnard because there's like nothing there. She's just a, a kiddo. <clears throat> and she took off my glove and she flew straight away. About a mile. And I'm looking at this on my phone because we have GPS on her. And she only had gotten up like, five 600 foot in the air then she turned around and rode all the way back <clears throat> and i'm swinging the lure and i'm seeing this i literally grabbed the lure fell to the ground in a fetal position and she went past me about 220 something miles an hour and that oh. was very typical of the early training issues with ollie keeping her inside that itty bitty little stadium and slowing her down. So you could see her. So when she was learning to fly out in the opens, she would literally go to like next to a mountain. Cause that was her idea of what is an acceptable area to fly.
0: (laughs) So beyond where the eye could see, Right. You know, I yeah. uh, saw her anymore and then comes at you at full tilt at about 200. Right. Because she is one of the fastest creatures on
2: Earth. Correct. She was I think that was 224 that day. We had the GPS knocked up to ping like 10 times a second, which, you know, because it's like really cool to see all the details. But I've gotten wiser and more attached to her. So we're only pinging the GPS once every like two to four seconds so we don't get the high resolution of the speeds but if anything does happen to her shoot we'll have telemetry on her for like seven days
0: wow oh yes yeah. so, so it stays it stays active longer the battery stays up gotcha gotcha. you has, has she ever disappeared for any period of time or has it been quick return
2: you no know, just just to give me a heart attack <laughs> you know that was that was, that was the young ollie
0: any moments in the stadium where you were a little bit worried of worried for?
2: Oh, everyone remembers the time she left the stadium. Yeah. The northeast corner. And I was standing on the pitch thinking, Mother Frogger, man. <laughs> you no, know, is this the first time ever? And that was like a playoff game, too. <laughs> but usually we have Jason, my son, up on the uh on the roof at the very top of the stadium, and he's watching on GPS, and he has Sunny ready to go. So if Ollie really does take off, he'll see that. we will shine a green laser on top of the, the uh, canopy above him that I could see, and he'll on Sunny, Sonny, Sonny will come down, hit the Lord, and we'll start the game off with a win. Then we'll go get Ollie if I don't die of a heart attack, anxiety. And at halftime, come back and say, hey, you never guess what happened. <laughs> so we'll, that, that, That's about as, as far as we'll kind of like fudge the truth with you guys. But we didn't ever want to start off with a loss, you know, something embarrassing to the team or the fans another thing people ask me about often since I'm on a roll is when we say it's Ollie, there's only one Ollie, there's only ever been one Ollie, and there will only be one Ollie. And we do have backups that we've actually gone through quite a few because, you know, like a team, you keep chasing up from the bottom. You know, keep your, your uh, level of flight and consistency at the highest level. So we have Ollie, Sonny's number two, and Angel, who's a peregrine falcon, is number three. And by the way, Angel, I don't Mm -hmm. know if you saw the uh, write-up I did on her, but Ollie weighs like 630 grams. Angel weighs 850 grams. She's a beast. And I suspect next year that she'll be a solid number two. Maybe contention for number one. Amazing, right. amazing. Right. Next, and, next year, you uh-huh. will see Jason also fly a great deal.
0: Oh, yeah? We're going to see him on, on
2: the field? On the pitch. Excellent. It's on the field a pitch.
0: Which, which I know he's come out for, for Open Cup matches before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And now it's going to be some league matches too? Yeah, he's the
2: future. There we go. Yeah, Excellent. they can put in that much work and – not give him what he earned <laughs> there we go it. It,
0: we are i mean we will all tell you we're blessed ken i mean we really are the culture that you've put in again it, it it it's just beautiful to see we we are absolutely lucky and there's nothing in the world like what you're doing and it's unique yet again so um yeah we cherish these birds just as much as you do um, not uh, not close. I mean, you the work you're putting in with them, but it's it's one of these things where if that's not happening, it just doesn't feel right. You know, got to be there. Got to be there. It's the fam for sure. We talk about black and gold family. We know. on a Jersey somewhere too.
2: This is all backwards. Yeah,
0: there we go. Yeah, there we go. There we go. All right. So looking at the comments, it's a lot of reactions as to what you were saying, which was awesome. So thank you, Michael. Thank you, uh, Happy Foot, Sad Foot, Gomez Jr. Um, (laughs) He's talking about tea and coffee versus beer. That's some funny stuff. Thank you, guys, for everything that you threw in. Um, Again, rocking it. Everybody rocking it. Well done. On that note, it has come to that time. I know coming to the end of the episode so we'll give our final thoughts from everybody here and we are going to call this a night and get ready for the match itself so when it comes to the final thoughts uh let's start with our veterans we'll give ken the final word and then i'll give a sign off so uh aricelli final thoughts
3: final thoughts are simple although it's not technically a home game You know, I got to pull the soapbox out real quick for this one. You know, just the typical stay safe, stay together. uh, Please be smart. Um, As Joseph mentioned earlier, you know, this game, everybody's going to be watching this game. Not only is it Apple TV, but it's also going to be free on Apple TV. In addition to being on a national broadcast on Fox. So, practically the whole world will be watching this game so please please be on your best behavior i cannot emphasize that enough other than that have fun have a great time with friends and let's get the result
0: boom there we go stay golden mentality you see that everybody all right bam final thoughts
1: sir final thoughts um obviously big game this week coming up um you Let's just go out there, try and get the win. Show them what it is to support LA and what the team in LA is. And as I always say, mental health is a huge impact for all of us. Um, a conversation can save a life. Give your friends a call, send them a message, meet up at the game, have a have a beer with them, have a water with them. You know, always look after each other. And again, as I always say every episode, if you do need help, you can reach out to any of us. Or you can contact the um, Crisis Lines in LA, um, 800-273-8255. We've also got the Trevor Project Lifeline that supports the LGBTQ community and all that too. That's 800-788-7386. Or just text LA to 741741 and they'll put you in with a um, counselor that you need help with. So remember, it's okay to not be okay. There's always someone out there that can help you
0: well said brother yes definitely watch out for for each other we're talking about community we're talking about friends we're talking about family um live it live by it thank you brother uh tony final words
4: um for those who are going to the game in the with us at 3252 be ready for an all-day event You know how it goes. You know the the precautions that we put in place. So make sure you follow those rules and know the times that you need to be there. Um, I am not overlooking this game. This has been a heartbreak game every time we go there. So, of course, I want a win, especially since last time. And it would feel the healing process of what happened last time, (laughs) especially for me personally. So let's... Like, again, I'm not overlooking them. They they turn into a different team when they face us every time at Dignity. So I'm not saying, oh, this is an easy win. We're going to do this. Every time we do this, we come back here and we're disappointed. So the best way to say it is go in, go hard, and our team I know will show up for us. Drink responsibility because this is one of those events where any Carson fan any drunk non Carson fan is going to look for a fight so and after that we'll see what happens and again no predictions no nothing go out there have fun and I will see you guys out there so have have tea have cough tops ready to sing full 90 plus boom
0: there we go follow Tony's lead guys you know he'll be he'll be doing his copper work he always does giving the ultimate passion for everybody. Let's do this. All right, Ken, dude, it has been an absolute honor to have you on uh, beyond the pleasure. Definitely want to have you come on again. Just give us the green Welcome light. Here again, or is it free? Don't have to pay this time. It's a free okay. one. Yes, yes. Uh, you, you, you've you punched the card enough. This one's going to be for free. So, uh, yeah, man, beautiful to have you on here. Welcome you anytime. Um, Final thoughts, sir, on the lead-up to this one?
2: You have the floor, my friend. I think you three who spoke earlier encapsulated what is beautiful about this club. And I'm very proud to be associated with this caliber of people and this organization. And you guys are amazing. Thank you
0: for having me thank you ken uh, man loving it loving every bit of it you you've made it special for us you really have um man we're, we're all just lucky to be in this community to be honest we yeah. just are without out um i i will throw this out to everybody we always talk about staying golden and we mean it when we say stay golden that means do your best for your club Represent your club to the fullest. Represent it the right way. That is a stay golden mentality. You support throughout. Good times, bad. You support. That's the idea of staying golden. So now we're in a game that's going to be tough. It ain't going to be easy. It ain't going to be a walk in the park. Their record might look terrible, but when you throw this game together, throw everything out the window. You're in a rivalry match. It's real. It might not go our way. It might definitely go our way. Either way. Be on your best. Do your best to represent us in the best possible way you can. What does that mean? 90, nonstop, no holding back. If you go out of this game and you're you're not, you know, feeling it in your voice, if it ain't hurting, if it ain't gravelly at the end of this thing, you didn't do your job if you're in that stadium. Give your all. Do your best. Whatever happens in this game when you're leaving that place, represent us with honor. Go in singing. Go out singing. Do it the right way. Don't get suckered into doing something stupid. You got to realize we are on the top right now. And the one thing you know for certain in this world is when you are on the top, everyone wants to tear you down. And they love it even more when you tear yourself down. Okay? So I'm going to say this. Don't be that guy. Right? Don't be the one to tear the rest of us down and give us a bad mark. Be the one that brings us up. Every last one of you. Go in there make it a story make it a beautiful thing we will always win in the stands always uh final thing to my crew thank you all of you for doing what you do you keep us moving you keep us alive you keep the show getting better and better and better and to you ken my brother uh it is again an honor to have you here can't wait to talk about this thing off air as well man um it's been good dude it's been good, and uh, we'll do our best to, to, to do you guys, right by you guys in this game this weekend. On that note, final word. We always end it with a stay golden, so I will throw it to you, Araceli. Final word.
3: Stay golden.
0: Bam.
2: Stay golden. Tony.
4: Stay golden, Los Angeles.
2: Ken. Stay golden, brothers and sisters.
0: And from me to all of you, Stay gold in Los Angeles.
4: Thank you for listening
1: to the heart of LASC. Please be sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes first picture. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over.